I'm A.O. Benny. I'm Kiki. And we are Todd. So let's talk about the movie Bad Hair. It was released on Hulu streaming services on October 16th of this year and it was written and produced by Justin Simeon who also um, wrote and produced the movie called Dear Black Dear White People and there's a bunch of different black artists and celebrities in there like Kelly Rowland, Usher, Vanessa Williams, Lena Waithe, yeah. Jay Farrell, Laverne Cox, James Vanderbeek, you know a lot of a lot. well-known people. Yes. And definitely this movie struck a chord with me as a black woman because let me tell you, the hair for black women, like the black community, yes, but especially black women is, it, it, it's, it's a, it's like a serious. It's like a crown it's, on top of your yeah, head. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's like a, it's like something, it's a topic that is like. Sensitive. Sensitive, but like other people don't understand except for black women. Like people don't understand how real it is with black women and their hair and the connection to your hair and essentially like your worth. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with colorism and, you know, so on. But I think this movie, Justin Simeon, who like directed and produced it, really tried to highlight those struggles and um surprisingly or not surprisingly i guess the reviews weren't so good and i guess i could i can kind of understand because i will say one of the things about the movie is that although it was supposed to be centered around bad hair which is kind of a term used for black women who have kinkier hair types that is less you know loose textures so i would probably be considered to have black hair because i have nappy kinky or bad hair bad hair yeah you said the, black black hair yes i have black hair but yes i have bad hair because i have that like kinkier texture um but i feel like a lot of the movie um was not too much surrounded around that as far as like p other people understanding what is kind of the relationships that black women had with their hair um, there were some, it was like, there was underlying themes of it, but I think unless if you were a black woman, I don't think you would really understand what he meant. So, um, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why the critiques were not so great is that they found that there was just too much going on. Um, it was like a satire horror type movie, I would say. And yeah, a lot of the critiques just didn't really think that it really did what it was supposed to do um but i will say it was it, it had its funny parts it had its very disturbing parts to watch for sure without giving it away there's definitely some traumatic events in there where like if you're ever a black woman who ever got a weave a sue-in or a perm and it burnt your scalp you will it will bring back that like trauma and so i was like some of the parts were a little bit too uncomfortable for me to watch but i mean overall i would say I think it is a movie that you should watch because um, it does have some really good underlying themes as far as like the um, the relationship with black women and their hair and kind of what you need to, the image that you need to conform to in order to reach success. And that image is really by representing yourself in more of a, uh, in, in 
more like a essentially like what would be like the white um, version of beauty, which is kind of the standard of beauty that we have to conform to as black women in the workplace in order to um, reach a higher level of success at times. Um, so in this movie who like the protagonist is Anna and she is a woman, a black woman, and she is struggling to get what would be like her dream job in the um company that she's with which is like a what is it like a tv oh, i'm in an interview too I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're so rude i'm just saying okay yeah so she's in a tv <laughs> hey so. i'm really this, you know what because <laughs> you went four minutes without me <laughs> you know what all i'm saying is this movie clearly struck a chord with me okay as a black woman okay, okay ben your turn <laughs> okay so anna works for this company called culture culture, yes, culture. is like is like synonymous with bet for us and it's black centered it's a channel that's for us by us and she like works- mtv yeah. It's culture for like BET, but it's owned by the company right. that like produces MTV and videos like that. Mm. But basically, what the company is doing is they want to change direction. So they hired this new former model named uh, Zara, who is like a light skinned, beautiful woman played by Vanessa Williams. Mm-hmm. And she has straight, silky hair. And she tells uh, Anna that she'll have to interview in order to keep her job. So mm-hmm. what happens is, is during that interview, Anna tells her all these great ideas that she has for the TV show and for the company. And Zara really likes it. But Zara tells her, your hair's too just too dang on nappy. Mm-hmm. Now, the story behind that is that um, Anna hasn't got her hair touched by anybody since she was a child. And she had an accident when she was trying to get her hair permed. Her cousin burned a hole in her scalp. And so since then, her cousin... Um, not her cousin, but Anna, hasn't had anybody touch her hair since then. She doesn't go to beauty shops. She pretty much just, like fingers through her hair to try to make it look somewhat decent. And to me, it looks good because I was a black person. I think the hairstyle looks good. But in corporate America, those aren't particularly good hairstyles. No. Zara, said, <laughs> Zara said something to her and it was such a touchy moment. But aren't you tired of the stares that people give you? Yeah. And I'm like, dang, that is such a true thing. People do stare at you if you have too black of hair mm-hmm. or if your hair is too long or if it's too urban or yes. nappy. They really do stick a cord with people and they say, you know, wouldn't you be happier if your hair was like flat ironed or mm-hmm. silky or straight or whatever? But that just shows that the com- that the company really cared more about appearances than they did about the content. And so if Anna wants to be on television, because she does want to host the show, she has to change her appearance. Yeah. So she goes to this uh, this uh, salon called Virgie's. And mm-hmm. Virgie's is where mm-hmm. she can get this hairstyle called the Sandra. Now, the Sandra is uh, basically what Kelly Rowland's character plays. She plays someone named Sandra, who's like a Janet Jackson knockoff. And basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And Sandra has like, you know, straight hair that Janet Jackson would have had in the Miss You Much video. And so <laughs> um, basically, Anna asks Virgie, could she do it for her? And Virgie says, sure, that'll be my good deed of the day. Mm. And so she takes her around the salon and she shows her all these hair that's hanging up on hangers. And she starts lying about how this place. <laughs> She starts talking about how this, the hair is supposed to speak to you, and whatever speaks mm. to you is supposed to be the hair that you that you're supposed to get. Mm-hmm. And then Anna's like, "Yeah, I feel you. I feel something from this hair." And she touches this black silky hair. She says, "I want to get this on my head." And so she ends up going through a process that is very triggering, and it's actually yes. getting the hair sewn into her scalp. 
So, for those of you who are not black, we'll have Kelly explain what a sewing is. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, let's just, just, you know what needle, everybody knows needle and thread is. So, just consider some needle and thread, but instead of you sewing, like, you know, some, some kind of material, instead, that, it's like hair extensions that are being literally sewn in to your hair. And, like, it's not just, like, loosely. It has to be tight so that it stays in, obviously, and that it lays flat. So... This process, man, it you go through a process, okay? First step is like you need to detangle this hair and then it, you gotta um, basically braid the hair really, really tight on to kind of like cornrow it in a circular motion usually. And then after that, that's when they go and they actually sew it in, like basically trying to attach it as close to your scalp as possible. And let me tell you, doing that, having that being done to me, um, I... I am not the one, like, I cannot do that consistently, but the few times that I did get that done, that was traumatic, because that's painful, and you cannot sleep with that on, so watching that scene was probably the most triggering part of the movie for oh, me. Oh, it was extremely I triggering. I could not watch it. I felt so bad for her during that process, because she was like, Ow, Yeah. Ow, Is it done? Ow, <laughs> like, oh my You done yet? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no. And then she passes out. <laughs> yeah, she passed out. My girl I'm like, dang, she must have been braiding her thoughts. <laughs> yeah, she literally got, she got a free facelift with that hairstyle. Pulled her face all the way yeah, back. Literally, black don't crack for that reason, okay? <laughs> but it was, so, it was so triggering and so hilarious because girl was tender-headed. Now, tender-headed means that you're very sensitive in the head. Yes. And so you, whenever you touch it, you feel the nerve itch. Mm -hmm. And so... With it being such an extreme process, she passed out. Yeah, no, I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> going to the, like, it brought back my trauma of going to the hairdresser, being a tender headed person. Like, the hairdresser would always have problems with me. And so I could definitely <laughs> like relate to her and not wanting to have anybody touch her hair because, man, like, it, it hurts. It hurts. And I then, get my hair braided and I feel all the time like the tightness of it and yes. the, the, the pulling and the yanking and the combing through it. And like, we you know, our hair coils. It, yeah. it, it hurts when you're pulling it out. It's, yeah, it, it is no easy thing. So that is definitely the most triggering scene. Um, and the I, second most triggering scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's others. Believe <laughs> me. We won't give them all away. But just know you're in for a little ride. It's, it's definitely something. It's an experience for sure as a black woman. So basically when Anna wakes up, she wakes up to this nice silky hair on her head. It looks like somebody like, you know, just put like a, basically a wig on her head and she loves it. She's just combing through it. She's just looking how beautiful she looks. And then she goes home and... Um, she looks at herself in the mirror and she tries to read this book called Slave Lore. Now, in the Slave Lore book, there's a story of the moss-haired girl. Mm. Now, the moss-haired girl is a story about a slave woman who wanted to be a house slave. And so she took some moss that was dark off a tree and put it on her head. Now, before she could finish reading this book, she falls asleep. She falls asleep. And then she goes to work the next day and everyone's giving her the looks that she wanted. You're like They're like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. Everyone's stopping and staring. Mm -hmm. They're admiring how beautiful she looks. Compared to before, which... When she had her nappy hair. Yes. Yeah. And so she's just like, you know, eating up how beautiful she looks that they even invite her to be at the round table when it comes to network discussions. And this is just literally the next day after they told her to get your hair fixed. Mm -hmm. So now she's saying, okay, since I got this hair, life is working out for me. So 
What she later finds out is that it ain't working too well for her. Yeah, that hair may have like given her the confidence that she needed, but it's eating it up was, at her soul. It, exactly. And those are like one of the underlying like themes. Like, what would you say then is like one of like other than that, right? What mm. what what is kind of the underlying theme of the movie? One of them. The underlying theme of the movie to me is basically you could change your outside appearance, mm-hmm. but don't let your outside appearance affect who you are on the inside. Mm. And even and regardless of that, if you are going to let something outside change you, make sure you're changing it for yourself and not to please somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's what it got to me. Because, you know, people try to change the way they look. They try to lose weight. Mm-hmm. They try to change their hair. It was that song by TLC called Unpretty. You know, you can fix your hair if it won't grow. <laughs> you can fix your nose if it says so. And I'm like, that's basically the same thing with this movie trying to say. Mm-hmm. You can do all these things, but if you can't look inside you and find out who are you, then, you know, everything's going to be for no reason. And it's going to be attacking and eating away at you on the inside. Yeah. No, like... There's, I think there's so many themes in this movie, but like one of the themes I think that was really, really out there that really, at least for me, really stood out was just, well, especially because she's in the entertainment industry, but I feel like it could apply to any industry and just how like the things that you have to do in order to be like accepted in certain circles or even like respected and well-regarded as a black woman, I was just like, dang, like it really, it really struck a chord with me because I could relate to that in a sense of like, I had to also find my identity in that way. Meaning that because our, like as black women, we identify so much with our hair, our hair is a big part of our identity. And so when that is kind of in a way, like you have to like change that to be accepted by society, it, it does kind of, it does kind of like mess with you and you, it, it kind of makes you like question who you are as a person. Um, I'm sure if you're a black woman, you can relate, you can understand. But yeah, I could kind of see that in the movie. Like she definitely was struggling. Like she had her like nappy hair and then, you know, she obviously experienced that trauma as a child when her hair was being permed. And then like she got like basically like a huge like burn in the back of her scalp. And then after that, she just wore her hair natural. But it was really interesting to me to see like that like switch in her too, like from not being confident and then immediately after like getting her hair done, yeah, her weave in, then all of a sudden like she was like super confident and, you know, all of a sudden was being accepted into these circles that were obviously like better and like higher class or whatever, Um, like especially in the entertainment industry and she that was her way to like achieve her goal Mm -hmm. and but at the end of all that she lost herself and Mm. it like that's another part of it too it's like she didn't like she didn't even like lose herself like the the other aspect is like she was like taken over (laughs) yes she no longer became herself yes (laughs) so question what's your favorite part of the movie and and by the way this is a horror satire so don't come in here thinking you're about to watch a nice drama no it's ridiculous like what you you're gonna sit and, and say what did movie. I just watch? I had to watch it twice. Yeah, and I love this movie even though it is ridiculous, but I do consider it like a good movie to watch. Yeah, you need to watch it. I feel like you you it's definitely a must watch. But like okay, the my most my favorite part of the movie, whoo, my favorite part of the movie, honestly, hmm, I don't even know. <laughs> There's so much that happened. Okay. I, I know but you know what? Part. No, I know what my favorite part of the movie is. <laughs> my favorite part of the movie is probably her realization. Spoiler alert, by the way, just in case. 
I mean, the, the, I feel like we already spoiled this movie, so we're <laughs> <laughs> spoiler this, this is not a spoiler-free review, okay? It's not. Let's not even pretend. This movie is done spoiled. But I think my favorite part of the movie is actually when she comes to the realization that it's probably, it's like honestly not worth it. Mm-hmm. It really is not worth it. And when she goes and she turns around and she actually wants to like basically get get it removed and then that ends up being a whole thing. Fiasco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a nightmare. Yeah. That hair's all like, no, you're not cutting me off. You thought. Yeah. But I think that that's probably it because she was definitely, like I said, not confident, whatever. She gets her hair in. She thinks that that becomes her identity. And, um, you know, she really, you know, is trying to conform to that. And then after that, realizing that, oh, wait, like, no, this is not what I want to be or this is not worth it. And then I feel like her, as corny as it is, or as corny as it sounds, like accepting that that is who she is um, and that essentially she does not need that. And if that's what it takes for her to achieve her dream, then it's not worth it. It's not worth her losing herself and even... (laughs) taking over other people as well so yeah my favorite part of the movie spoiler alert was when she was called after she had murdered two people (laughs) she calls her cousin saying hey can you finish that story Uh, about the slave lord about the boss-haired girl and she says okay i'll read it to you first of all she's calling her at like one o'clock in the morning (laughs) yeah she's like okay that's not weird at all yeah and so i'm just saying if my cousin's calling me at one o'clock in the morning to read a book i'm about to curse them out yeah i ain't doing that joke it's a joke (laughs) 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 i'm just saying like um so she's all like read the story to me and she's like okay so the moss haired girl story basically ends with the woman putting the moss the dark colored moss on her head and it basically kills some guy and then she's like what kind of moss is this and that guy while he's dying <laughs> says that ain't no moss that's witch's hair yes, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my gosh that was hilarious I'm like that is the stupidest thing I ever heard that's witch's hair and I she mean, said she didn't believe her up until the hair choked her to death. Yeah. That that hair was definitely somewhat deserved. And then she said, she like, don't <laughs> like, if you see her walking around, you be afraid, because that's probably the witches up in there playing games in her mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the the legend of Moss Hair Girl is probably the funniest part of that movie. Yeah, it's really it's, it's really, really ridiculous. ridiculous. It really is. It really <laughs> It really, oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah, Ooh, that but... is hilarious. But the movie overall is is is, is it's a good movie because oh. of the message. <laughs> yes, let's talk about the let's talk about the white man, the white man in the yes. movie, the main white man, so James the white savior, who's like kind of the white savior. I would say that's what I would think. I would call him the white savior. I mean, for else. for culture, for culture, yeah, he's yes. sent to rescue them from failing ratings, right. But James Vanderbeek plays basically. the network executive, yeah. Grant Madison, who's like basically the owner or one of the owners of the company, and he's there to rescue them. But he plays an interesting role in the movie because mm. he's also a manipulator. Mm. <laughs> so he's playing a character that's supposed to save them, does none of the work to actually save them, but takes all the credit. And then not only does he take all the credit, but he also has a hand in making situations for them quite horrible. Yeah. And he's writing off of the successes of black women, which I feel like to me that that was like the biggest part of it too. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, taking credit for something that isn't yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The movie taught me never listen. It's talking about 
uh, talked about work, workplace discrimination. Yes. It talked to me about, you know, hair discrimination. Microaggression. It told me about women competi- competing with each other in the workplace. Mm-hmm. It told me about um, powership struggles. Mm-hmm. It told me about confidence. There's some sexism in there, too. There's a lot of sexism in here. Yeah. <clears throat> and it taught me about, like, you know, basically... No matter what you have, you gotta you gotta work with it yeah. because we're all made differently, and since we're all made differently, we all have to like you know work with what we have. And in order to put each other over, in order to put yourself over the edge, you have to have that personality, you have to have that confidence, you have to have that you know that 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 shazam shazaz whatever they call that thing. But <laughs> whatever, I don't know the word for it. But you have to have something to put yourself over the top. But you have to have it coming from inside of you, not changing what you look like in your outer appearance. Mm-hmm. And also, black woman, you do not know where this hair is coming from. Exactly. Okay? Basically, the moral of the story is, don't you put no more weaves on your body. That really traumatized me. I was applying on it, but I definitely won't. Like, I, I'm i just like, you really don't know where that hair is coming from, okay? So jack like, into your scalp. And when it shows you, like, at the end, like, that who where was in charge of it, I'm, I'm not going to give that part away. We're not going to give that part away. Yeah. The swirl of where and who, but just watch it and you'll find out. And you're like, wait, what? Like, what, what is going on here? But yes, like you, like as, as a black woman, you do not need to conform. That That is all I need to tell you. Like, don't feel the need to um, appease them and to meet their standards of what beauty mm-hmm. is. You can be your own representation of beauty, and that does not mean that what you represent as as beauty or like how you look is lower than or like less than what they are. You know, what I mean? it's just mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. There's differences, but there's no like we are better. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's why like obviously we came up with these terms like black girl magic and um, black don't cry. Yeah, black. Yeah, like and, and a lot of like positive affirmations about black hair. Um, it's because like, yeah, even calling it our crown, because I feel like, yeah, it, it's definitely something that is not really represented or necessarily respected. respected or that is considered to be beautiful. And I know a lot of us struggle with that. I've definitely struggled with that, but I think now it's, it's nice because like they do say representation does matter and seeing other women and, you know, having the natural hair movement and things like that to really empower us to embrace our hair um yeah like i think the movie does not really highlight that part of it it's more of like a i would say like a comedic and like a, a different way of doing it it's, it's like a creative way of doing it it's so, a creative way of introducing the topic yes to make you think like is this all worth it yes exactly but regardless it was hilarious it was hilarious you should i, I would just say watch it just watch it mm. you might have to watch it twice to kind of be like <laughs> get it but watch it <laughs> yeah but most of all they just want to say like you know be happy with who you are. Don't try to change for other people. Right. Change for yourself if that's what you want to do. Yes. But, you know, don't be like Anna. Don't be a Anna. Don't be an Anna. She was a sweet Anna, girl, but she just ooh, was so low, low yeah. self-esteem. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Don't allow your self-confidence to come from that, basically. Um, and yeah, God has made us all differently and unique. And as black women, we have been made that way. So don't don't let anybody try and tell you that you need to be this and be that and have lighter skin and da da. Don't mm-hmm. don't believe it. Just 
This movie contributes to the zeitgeist of what it means to be black. It yeah. contributes to what we go through as people, especially what they went through back then. Because mm-hmm. there aren't so many laws and protections nowadays right. or social media to call out that discrimination. it was set in the 80s. It was basically. set in 1989. Yeah. So they had to endure that and had to change up their appearance. And I think yes. about my mother. I think about my yes, family members so who true. were working women during that time and what they had to go through because they were afraid to show what they... Like, you know, what their hair naturally looks like, how yeah. it naturally grows out of their head. Yeah, they and couldn't how they get a ma- job. And they have to manipulate it in order for them to be even looked at twice in an yeah. interview. Because, you know, like they said, black women get fired for such less in the movie. Oh, my so, goodness. Like, you know, they, yes, in the real world, that. black women get fired for so less. And, you know, in order to appease them, to protect yourself, you have to change. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's such a discriminatory factor that, you know, doesn't abide by us today. But, yes. you know, I mean, people do discriminate, but there's so many avenues that you can take after that. Back then, there was nothing they could do. Yes, exactly. It was like, you change or, you or you're, die. yeah, or you get out, you know, yeah. do what we want. And, you know, you can, you're, you should be lucky that you have a job type thing. Like, we're doing you a favor. Yeah. So... Because yeah. I remember one time my uh, boss told me I need to do something about my hair and had cornrows. And I remember after that, I went and printed out the policies and procedures. And I said, it says Good. you cannot talk to me about my hair. <laughs> and that's, yeah, and you're right. They didn't have that back then. Mm-hmm. That's it. They, and yeah, that's why we going to fight, right? We got to keep on, we got to keep on progressing. You got to keep they, your foot on their necks. Exactly. And when your foot on their necks, they can't get up. Mm-hmm. That means you're still going to stay on top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dang that 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 is a graphic image, but yes you you i got you ben like, all right but thank you so much for uh listening to us today mm-hmm. we hope that you guys enjoyed our review of bad hair you can watch it again on hulu and until then i'm ayo benny i'm kiki and we are todd